This is uh, Pastor David, um, coming from New Life here in Wapiton, North Dakota, and we are so glad that all of you at home, or wherever you're at, can join us on your device. We call that our virtual church, and so we're glad that you can join us. Um, there's a bit of news I need to announce. My commercial right now is that um, starting on... Um, the first Sunday of August, um, we are going to go back to our original time. So um, church will start at 10 o'clock. We're into our next phase of our opening. Church will go back to 10 o'clock. And then we're going to be working towards getting all of our children's ministry going again. And so um, church will start at 10. And our live streaming here on uh, Facebook will start at... 10:30. That'll be the first Sunday of August. So I'm going to uh, remind you quite often that's what we're going to be doing. Thursdays will stay the same. You can join us at 6:30 um, for our Bible study. Of course, for all the rest of the folks who live in Wapiton and Breckenridge, come join us at six o'clock. We've been open since Mother's Day, and our team has done a great job keeping the church disinfected and clean, and so um, we would love to have you come join us. There's still churches that are closed in our area, and um, we haven't been. And God's blessed, and we've been, um, God has protected everyone in our church and kept everyone healthy. And can you say amen to that? Can you guys give a praise to the Lord? Come on. We've got to praise the Lord. Amen. Well, this morning, as you can see, I'm going to be preaching on Lord. Lord, search me. Lord, search me. And we're going to be in James chapter 4. So those at home, go grab your Bible, open up to James 4, because I don't know how much you can completely see there on our screen behind me. But James chapter 4, we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 12. And so, Lord, I just thank you and praise you for this message today. I praise you, Lord, for all those who are joining us through Facebook or um, over at um, YouTube, or um, are we doing this on Twitter as well? And thank you, Lord, for those folks who are joining us on Twitter, Lord. We also praise you for those who join us week in and week out on our podcast, Lord. We just thank you that you touch us. Help us to go deeper in you, Lord Jesus. Help us to live for you. Help us to come to a place in our life where you become completely the Lord of our lives. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus, for dying for us on the cross so that we could have eternal life with you. And Lord, that we could have hope in this day that we live in. We love you, Jesus, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I saw this... Um, I saw a report um, just yesterday, or was it this morning, over in China, our spy satellite caught the Chinese taking men from railroad cars and taking them into one of their camps. Now, how many of these folks are from Hong Kong? 
how many of these folks are Christians who live in the country because they've been tearing down? If you don't sing their anthem in church and you don't praise the great exalted leader of China, you can get in trouble. So be praying for our brothers and sisters in China. Um, you know, we got people in this country that are just lifting them up and, and won't say anything. And what really bothers me um, is that the NBA won't now let fans order shirts that say free Hong Kong. They won't let that be done. And so, um, and I don't know why they're afraid to um, hurt the leader's feelings over in Hong Kong. It all comes down to money. But pray for the Chinese people. Um, they've even told our missionaries over in China, you cannot talk about Jesus Christ in school. So pray for China. Pray for China. The, and this is not surprising. This stuff is happening all over the world. This stuff is happening all over the world. So now we've got to look at home. And, and is things are happening at home that we need to be praying about? Are things happening at home that we need to be um, asking the Lord um, what's going on? Do we need to have discernment here at home? I believe this next election is going to be a big election. And so Christians, I'm not going to tell you how to vote. I'm not going to even talk about politics after this. I'm just letting you know you better be prayed up. And you better go vote. And, and, um, and so just be prayed up and go vote. If you're not registered yet, go register. It's not hard to do. It's really easy to register to vote and go vote. And... Um, uh, Christians, we need to make our voice known. And we need to stand up for not for a particular party. We need to stand up for this. Amen? And so um, we got to think about that. Now, the reason why I'm not going to talk about um, politics this morning is because I believe there is misplaced passion in this country. Misplaced passion passion and we need to ask a question last week we talked about our first thing we need to focus on the harvest and it's not being selfish that you're telling others about Jesus Christ and, and you're thinking how in the world can that because we have there's churches in this country right now that are teaching people it's selfish to tell people about Jesus they say uh, and missionaries are just colonizing yeah we are because we are expanding the kingdom of God. We are not colonizing for the United States. We're not colonizing for England. We are coloni We are not citizens of this world. Did you ever get that? Do you get that? We're so focused on what's happening in the United States right now because of the news and COVID and all this stuff that wants to scare us. We forget we are citizens of heaven. And so we should be telling people about Jesus Christ and expanding heaven. Now, now listen, racism and all the other sins that are happening in this country can be solved if we get people back to Jesus Christ. If we get them to live the Word of God. If they could see that sin is still sin. And one of the sins that God's not happy about is racism. He, he speaks in the Word of God. There is neither Greek or Jew. Bond or free. If Paul was writing that today, he would say there is neither white or 
nor black. Can we say amen to that? And here's another thing. Don't get upset with somebody who says all and don't get upset at me. Black lives do matter. But the Bible teaches all lives matter. Why do I say that? Is because the Bible teaches that God so loved the world. That's the entirety of the world. That's everybody in the world. That's all people of the world. And if Christians, if we can't love our brothers and sisters in Christ, there's something wrong with our heart. And if we look down at somebody because they're different from us, there's something wrong with our heart. We need to see God, people act like God does. People are people. My word, kids have learned that early on from one of their cartoon movies. People are just people. Why can't we see them that way? Let's not define people by, by whatever, by the hairstyle they have or the clothes that they wear. Let's see them as God does, somebody that he loves. Especially if we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Let me tell you something. We're brothers and sisters, and we need to see each other that way. Amen? So, that was last week, talking about the harvest. We need to focus on the harvest. We need to focus on the harvest field that God has for us, and that's Wapiton and Breckenridge, the Red River Valley. Amen? And then now Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and all those other things. And that's why we're glad that we're with you today, because we want to encourage you to look at the harvest field around you. But we need to have, and, and here's why I'm stressing all this, because we need to have a biblical worldview. The reason why passions are in all the wrong places, because peop, Christians don't, in America, do not have a biblical worldview. Barna just did a report the other day, in which said that 90%, 90% of Christians do not have a biblical worldview. That means their view of everything in the world is not based on this. It's based on something else, the culture, the mess, something else, science. No, no, no. Our viewpoint should come first from the Bible. So that means only 10% of Christians have a biblical worldview. Now, we now you understand why our nation is in a mess. You see, judgment starts at the doors of the church. Judgment starts at the doors of the church. That's why he says, you want revival? You want a greater awakening to come? Repent. Repent. Humble yourselves and repent. If, can I get an amen? amen? If the church would take the word of God seriously and not just say, oh, those are nice words. We want him to heal our land. Yes, Lord, heal our land without doing the other part. That's not having a biblical worldview. A biblical worldview says, I need to humble myself, right? And I need to return from my wicked ways. And we're going to... We'll get into that. We're not, I'm not going to try to beat up on anybody, but it's time. It's time, church, to grow up. Do you not know that Jesus is coming for his remnant? When the rapture happens, he's coming for his remnant. That's what the Bible says. He's coming for a remnant. He's coming for a bride without spot or wrinkle. He's not coming for people who are compromised. Oh, I'm not going to get into all that. But do you think if we're compromising, 
my word. He put up with the devil once. Hello? I'm not judging you. You do that's between you and God. You get together with God. You get on your knees with God. You start you that's why my message is titled Search Me. Amen. The devil probably devil starts compromising and then all of a sudden the devil starts getting so his passions in the wrong place starts so focused on himself and look at the mess we have today but I'm telling you there's good news there's a day that's a coming that he's going to be locked up forevermore never to bother us again oh hallelujah you know God said he didn't make the lake of fire for us he made it for the devil and his angels but i'm telling you god doesn't send you to hell you send yourself to hell when you refuse to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior and 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 here's the thing when you accept jesus as your lord and savior he should be what your lord we'll get there james chapter 4 well, i'm not i'm over here in ezekiel i should get over to james new testament James chapter 4, starting in verse 1. Where do, wars, where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss. We talked about that last week, not praying amiss. That you may spend it on your pleasures. Verse 4 says, adulterers and adulteresses do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with god whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of god when i was reading this this week i was reminded about what i see on social media from time to time Right? Doesn't that sound like YouTube? I mean, not YouTube, but uh, um, um, Facebook. And um, what's the other one we're on? Twitter? My word, people are warring with each other. Why, why do we do this? Well, we just read why we do that. Because our passions are in the wrong place. You know what I've been learning? I have been learning the fine art of. And, and let me tell you something. I, I learned, I kind of learned this from Dory in Finding Nemo. Remember Dory in Finding Nemo? Well, I've learned this from her. And, and when I'm on Facebook now, this is what I do. Just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling. You don't have to comment on everybody's post. Even if it makes you angry. You know, there's a thing on there you can just go like, love, mad, or 
<laughs> you're so uh, just laugh at them and keep going. You don't have to stop and then get beat up because you're not going with the culture. Right? It's good to be informed, but why get into the battles? Now, there's certain times you, you, you've got to stand up for Jesus, but um, there's other times you, you don't want to. I, I quit a group the other day. I quit a group. In fact, I, 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 I told them why I was quitting the group. I said, I cannot have my name in connection with this group. Next thing I know, one of the other groups that I'm a member of, and this was a church group. This is supposed to be Christians. But there's, I, I'm not going to get into it. But so I went into this, and, and, and the head of the other group, the administrator, put out a warning about the group I just quit. Don't go there. You don't want to go there. And so I said a big amen. And I said, you're absolutely right. And this is what I don't like seeing that happens over there. Put that out. And all of a sudden, others started talking about it. Others were saying, saying that they shouldn't use the Church of God's name. They, they went ahead and they started. All of a sudden, this last week, our general overseer, I love Brother Tim Hill, Dr. Hill. They were that group that I was a member of, I couldn't stand the fact that he was being called Dr. Tim Hill. My word, get over yourselves. He deserves our honor. Would you like to be going through what he's going through as the head of this church? Come on. All the countries that the church of God is in, he called for prayer last week, which we did. We joined him in prayer last week with all of our other churches because of how many people in our church and how many ministers in our church have died because of COVID-19 around the world. Having to cancel this and having to cancel that and, and, and taking responsibility. He's got a heavy load on him, but you know what I thank God for is the men and women who cover him in prayer. The other thing I thank God for, he don't take himself so seriously because it's all about Jesus. In fact, um, Lorraine and I got a kick out of it. We, we uh, installed um, Roku this week. And so we put SBN on our Roku, um, Sunlight Broadcasting Network. And it's absolutely free. You can put it on your Roku. And, um, of course, they're in their telethon this week, um, raising funds to keep because that's their self-supporting. You know, um, they're supported by those who watch. And, and so the first thing we see, somebody... Pastor Swagger, Pastor Donnie Swaggart is um, reading off all the things and somebody puts a request in. Here's my $100 to help out to keep SBN on the air. But can you please have Tim Hill sing again? This, the song that he's sang. And sure enough, when they came out of break, there he was a singing. And we just, we watched it on my phone the other day. And it was, oh, he had the whole back up singers from, um, family worship singing there with the whole band and boy and they worked him hard because brother swagger looked at him jimmy swagger looked at him and said sing it again and he did and finally he says he finally after this third time he says he's going to go preach i was watching that part when he was doing it and he says when brother swagger tells you to sing you just sing and so i was telling our our overseer um brother kemp the other day i said i love our general overseer 
because he shows you what a servant heart's supposed to be. He's at somebody else's church. Here he is, the, the lead administrative bishop for the church of God. And he's at Family Worship Center. No, he doesn't think of himself like that. No, he is there being subservient, being a servant to the pastor of that church. And when Jimmy Swagger said, sing it one more time, because the people were getting so blessed, they just sang it one more time. That's why you're going to be seeing me doing ads about looking for musicians for our church. We need musicians. And uh, because, boy, when the Spirit starts moving here, we want to keep it going. And so um, I want you to start praying about that if you can come. We're looking for mighty men and women of valor to join with us here in Wapitan, um here at New Life so that we can uh, finish the Great Commission and, and, and get as many people saved before Christ comes back. Can you say Amen. So keep scrolling when you're on Facebook. Just keep scrolling when you're on Twitter. Don't get caught up in all that stuff. It's ridiculous. I know she said, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. I just turned it into, just keep scrolling, just keep scrolling, and it'll keep your blood pressure normal. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Let's go to the next slide. I want to talk to something so that we can really understand here today. Conviction, conviction is not condemnation. Conviction is not condemnation. Can I, do you get it? Today, conviction is out of favor in God's church. I just read that. People don't understand there's a difference between conviction and condemnation. Conviction will change our hearts. Can you say amen? Conviction will set you free. Conviction will break the binds that bind you. Conviction will make you closer to Jesus. Condemnation on the... Uh, we, we used to sing in the church all the time. I am free from condemnation. Jesus is the rock of my salvation. I can run through a troop and leap over a wall. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, nobody sings that song anymore. That's a good reminder. Condemnation. We are free. When we get saved, especially for us who are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, we, we have been set free from condemnation. But condemnation puts guilt on us. Condemnation will keep us bound Condemnation will keep those, us in fetters. <clears throat> Condemnation will destroy each other. And what's happening in this nation right now, the woke society that we have going on right now, is a lot of condemnation on each other. This country is so oppressed right now by a spirit of oppression, by the spirit of Antichrist. You see, the Antichrist spirit is a lying, deceiving spirit. <clears throat> Did you ever notice somebody who's famous, famous politician in our country gets accused of all sorts of stuff? And did you ever notice that the people accusing that person of all this sorts of stuff, they are actually doing it? 
Where do you think that comes from? Do you think those people are, are, are terrible, horrible people? Well, they shouldn't be doing that. Do you not know that they've been deceived? It is an antichrist spirit that's gotten a hold of them. Come on. They've become delusional. And the Bible, if you read it, talks about that's going to happen in the end days. And he ta the Lord talks about how people are turned over to a reprobate spirit, a reprobate mind. And a reprobate mind is just lawless. Doesn't even understand it's doing wrong. They, they, they call good evil and evil good. You know what? These people need to be prayed for. Start praying for them. Start, start praying that they get saved. Don't condemn. That's the devil. You know he condemns you all the time? The devil goes ahead and he goes to heaven. He condemns you all the time. What does Jesus do? Father, their name is written in the book of life. It's all covered in the blood. It's been forgiven. Because he's your advocate, right? And the father says, Satan, you're a liar. Go away. If you don't understand that's what happens every day, you haven't read your Bible. Read Job. He has to show up once a day and give a report to God. And what does he do? What is his report? He lies about you. How do you like hearing about that? That you got this horrible, no good fink who goes around lying about you. I bet that doesn't make... That's one of the reasons we're going to be so happy he gets locked up because he deserves it. Read your Bible. That's why we need to have a biblical worldview. Understand that, our, that we do not war against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers of the air. Okay. So we should be asking God. When we're talking about, Lord, search me. We are really asking the Lord, God, will you convict my heart? Will you search me and cleanse me of things that should not be there? You see, this is, this is what God the Father wants. He wants you to be the best that you can be. Right? Do, do you think he wants you to carry around a big a bunch of mess? No! He doesn't want you to be weary. He doesn't want you to have to carry about a, a, a load and feel like you're bound up. No, you say, Lord, search me, convict me, cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And guess what? He do and it's not, he doesn't do it by spanking you. His grace, his love. What does the Bible say? His love covers a multitude of sins. And he does it by his grace through our faith. Amen. But sometimes he has to get our... Did you ever notice you're, you're, you're doing something or you're in the grocery store and somebody ticks you off? Did you ever notice that? That never happens to you, right? Nobody ever cuts you off. You never get, upset, get tired of, oh, I'm going up the wrong way and somebody's looking at me funny here in Walmart. Um, remember, everybody, you've got to wear a mask tomorrow if you go to Walmart. Or, or a lot of places. Just have it in your pocket. Okay? Put it on. Hey, we're Christians. They want us to wear a mask to go grab a jug of milk. 
put your mask on. You don't have to like it, but what you're doing is saying, you know what, I'm going to show that I love you and put a mask on. Start viewing it that way. And then when you get out of the store, you can take your mask off and breathe in freedom. Amen? Shouldn't we be glad we got a Walmart that we can go shopping in? We don't have to run 50 miles away to go shop. It's right here. So let's be grateful. We, we don't want to have to, I, I, and, and we got all the debates about masks, and I don't, I, people don't have, can wear masks when they come to church. I'll tell you what, if we were in California and they said in order to sing in church, they're saying you can't sing, but in order to sing in church, everybody wear a mask. My word, I'd be wearing a mask so we could sing in church. Come on. They've gone too far with saying you can't sing. Ask the Lord. Say, Lord, convict my heart. Search me. Cleanse me. But did you ever notice, though, all of a sudden, you get angry. Something comes out of your mouth that shouldn't come out of your mouth. Right? What happens after you do that? What happens? What does the Holy Spirit do? Do you feel good that you did that? All of a sudden, you get a check in your spirit, don't you? You get a check in your spirit. What's the next thing you do? Sorry, Lord. That's conviction. And what you're doing is saying, sorry, Lord. Because once you say you're sorry, Lord, he doesn't have to worry about punishing you. You've, already d you've done what you needed to do. Now, it's, the punishment comes is when you know that you did wrong, you get that check in your spirit and you continue doing it. Then God has to use bigger conviction to wake you up. That's where he might have to give you a spanking somehow to get your attention. He might have to have Marilyn come and see you in her loving way and say, dear, I'm, as she pats your hand, I'm concerned about you. I have, a, I, I, you know, you know. And she does it, you know when Marilyn does it to you, you just melt. How can you, how can you not want to get loved on by her? Amen. She's our grandma around here. Let's talk about that misplaced passion. Where, what is our what is our patch? What is our passion in? Is your passion in your flesh? Come on. You notice the other word I used up there is lust. You know that's the biggest problem in the church today. We're not going to get into details on that one. But we all struggle with the flesh. And lust can be Oh, I gotta have that next cigarette. Lust can be, oh, I gotta have that drink. Lust can be, oh, I, 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 I know that I shouldn't really be eating that delicious bacon cheeseburger. But lust can be supersize it. Right? When we know that much pop is not good for us. And did we really need to eat a bucket of fries? Mm. Oh yeah, Pastor, if you smother it in ketchup, oh man, that is good. 
Or is our passion in Jesus Christ? I had to say that if you if you didn't watch the if you didn't watch um, church on Thursday night, I talked about bacon cheeseburger. And guess what we had for dinner that night? Bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> I made myself hungry. I told you. If you're not tuning in for that one, that, we have a lot of fun with our Bible study. Or is our, or is our passion in Jesus Christ? And did you notice that the cross? And I'm not talking about a object. I'm talking about the work he did for us on the cross. Is that our object? If we keep Jesus and his what he's done for us ever before us, guess what? We're going to it, it will we will avoid giving into the lust of the flesh. So Folks, I've just been told by our director I've run out of time. We are going to get into the cure for this next week. We're going to get into the cure for this next week. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of, uh, of a tease. Or do you think the Scripture says, let us make sure we're humble. Or do you think that the Scripture says in vain, the Spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. That's verses 5 and 6. But he gives grace to the humble. We're going to talk about what it means to be humble. And next week, I know I promised you on Thursday night, for those who tuned in this morning, we will be talking about sanctification. And so, um, we will get there next week. I just... I, I just talking about going back to normal church time. I thought I had normal church time to preach, but I forgot that we only get so much. And you're saying at home, well, just keep on preaching. Yeah, but we got some people. That it, it, it's harder to watch a sermon online than being in church. Um, you know what I mean? It's, it's so much different to watch it on TV. And so, praise God. Corey says the easiest way to find us on YouTube is just go, instead of that long YouTube channel thingy that we have been assigned, she's going to see if she's going to get, be able to just do this. You can just go ahead and search Wapitan. Do we have to go Wapitan, North Dakota? Just Wapitan New Life. Just go to YouTube, just search Wapitan New Life, and you can have it on your smart TV. And uh, which I haven't done yet. I've got to go over. We have some several people who watch every week on YouTube. I got to go over there and check that out and see what it looks like on our big smart TV at home. And so, um, praise God. We love you. Um, starting August, the first Sunday of August, we are going to be at our new time. We're going to start church at. 10 o'clock and be at our new time for this service um, this portion of the service for our streaming at 10:30. so look for us there of course you guys on youtube you just and and twitter you know we we post after this is done so i'm um, looking forward to seeing you and um, look for some more exciting things we're going to be doing online so we just praise the lord amen let's pray lord jesus we thank you and we praise you for everyone who's joined us either on their device or here in person at our church building lord at our campus lord here in wapitan lord we thank you and we praise you for this message today lord search us i pray 
And I pray, Lord, that nobody felt that this message was condemning them, Lord. But Lord, next week we're going to see that what, what's being talked about here is to lift us up, to, to make us more happy, joyful Christians. And I just praise you for that, Lord. And I pray for those who are tuning in, Lord, that have never asked you into, your, you into their heart, Lord. I pray that they would just say that simple prayer, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, save me, forgive me of all my sins, make me new and set me free. I pray this in Jesus' name. And we pray for all those who prayed that prayer today, that Lord, you will lead them and guide them. And thank you for new people coming into the family of God. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. We will see you on Thursday night at 6.30. See you then.